0: Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowley and with me is Derek Specht. Hey, hello. Hey, buddy. Long time no talk. I know. It's been...
1: Two weeks. Has it been two weeks? It's been a week and a half. We, didn't, we didn't
0: have one last We didn't have a
1: show I last know, week. but I wasn't here, so... Yeah,
0: one and a half. It's been two three, weeks, yeah. yeah.
1: Tuesday or so. <sighs> I know. It's been a while. I'm old, man. It's two weeks, Derek. It's been two weeks, yeah. A fortnight, if you will. Fortnite's two weeks. Yeah, should I know these things? You should.
0: <laughs> all that <laughs> fantasy readings and Dungeons and Dragons all out that, the window.
1: All the public education. Yeah, what well, is that's a statement? Right. It's either a statement on public education or it's a statement on my age. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> plead the fifth. There. A little just, bit in column just, A, a little bit just, of column B. Just plead the fifth. <laughs> How you been? Good. It's been a good week or two. Or apparently, two. Yeah. It's been a great fortnight. <laughs> <laughs> great day for a guys. <laughs> well, just thinking about aging. We well, we were just joking just before we started recording, and and I tried to do the Kermit the Frog. Kermit waves his arms in the air and he he screams, and <laughs> I hurt my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled the spleen. No, I don't know what happened. It's better now, but that hurt. <laughs> I <laughs> just waving my arms in the air like Kermit. I was waving goodbye <laughs> and a broken arm. <laughs> I think you got some medical issues, my friend. You might want to go see a doctor about yeah.
0: What happened? Well, I took a step and my leg fell off. <laughs>
1: oh, and did you notice when I came in today?
0: Yeah, because you slammed the door wide open as I was coming out of the bathroom. Slammed the door open?
1: Is <laughs> that a thing? Yeah. You I slammed it on the wall. I was talking to Ari. I waved at that area and I, I walked through, and suddenly you were rushing out of the bathroom.
0: Yeah, because oh. I heard a big bang. <laughs> 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 What's going on? <laughs> What's going on out here?
1: <laughs> no, but uh, I'm wearing pants today. Oh. You didn't notice? Look. No. As opposed to shorts. Yes. I haven't worn pants since it, it's coming here to record since uh, early spring. Changing the seasons, man. It's getting cooler. Isn't it? Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I'm wearing tonight?
1: Well, you have shorts on. I'm happy you're wearing pants.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, but the real question is, whose pants am I wearing (laughs) in the middle of the night? I go from yard to yard in the neighborhood. And anybody that's left pants on the clothesline, <laughs> clothes I nick them, <laughs> and I wear them the following Tuesday.
1: Better people than you have done that. <laughs> I know. We all meet every Thursday for beers. <laughs> it's pants Stealer Society. Yes, yes. Right, PSS. <laughs> oh, have you no observed? Because I think that he opened while you were away so scott robson man camping oh. has his new uh smoker place yeah, it's called the um smoke wagon the wood smoke shack, shack so basic. he's got a he's got a food truck yeah. and uh, so he's open on weekends up in honeywood and uh, so it's it's hours two and a half hour each way <laughs> i was i already talked to Siobhan. i said hey we should go we should go get some smoked meat she goes, how far is it i said Oh, oops, two and a half hours each way. <laughs> Is it really two and a half hours? Well, it depends on how fast you drive, I guess. From both oh, plus them? I'm closer. Yeah, you're closer. Yeah. You're a half hour closer than I am. Yeah,
0: so that's why I was wondering, no, where yeah. are you getting that extra half hour from? <laughs> and then, yeah, you carry the two square <laughs> exactly. root of, because uh, it's But yeah, I, w- I
1: definitely want to check it out. I wonder how, uh, if he's running right through the winter, we'll have to talk to him.
0: Yeah. Hmm? I don't know, mm-hmm. I just go to my backyard and yes, smoke stuff Yeah, now. you
1: can do your own. Yeah. But you want to support the guy, so I'm ever ever since he he opened up, I was like, oh, it's like he's got like uh, pulled chicken tacos, bacon and pig shots, and uh-huh. smoked mac and
0: cheese. Yes, yes, yes. Chicken legs, brisket, ribs, it's amazing.
1: sides of corn. Oh yeah, <laughs> you like the sides of corn, Sean? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That'll do me good. <laughs> Just pile on top of everybody, watch it down with a big yeah. old beer. Yeah, so I just want to mention that, that uh, Scott's got his own little, uh, him and his wife uh, are running a food truck. This segment
0: is brought to you by Scott's Smoke, what? It's
1: it's called the <laughs> the Wood Smoke Shack, Honeywood, Ontario.
0: Yeah, now that we've promoted him, I wonder if he's going to pay us in,
1: <laughs> in brisket. <laughs> You'll get a free plate of corn. We'll get a free plate of corn and macaroni. All right, woo!
0: Oh, yeah. Man, it's already mid-September, eh? I know, I know. What's going on with that? Well,
1: you did just go through a changing of the season ceremony, so it should be more preeminent in your mind that the seasons have changed. And for me, the kids are back in school. They started back in school last week, so it's like... Well, that's a big
0: indicator of fall, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. School has started. I'm so glad we're out of that. (laughs) I am so glad. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, lots to get, uh, used to now that the cooler weather's showing up and Mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, I'm debating on, I got, I got, I got a few things I've had to change around. So, uh, we're going, are we, we're going what? Beginning of November for a few days, I'm thinking.
1: Yes. So there was, there there, was, it was a, it was a hard choice, but, uh, it's either the, uh, the winter camping symposium or camping with the boys. Canoe camping, yeah. Mhm. I I do like my late season camping and it's a good group of guys, so it uh that's definitely were my 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 preference. I'll go to the canoe symposium in in the spring. Mhm. I know, it's and, and uh, Dave Bain, they, uh, he's got it in a new venue this year, <clears throat> so you can have like water bottles popping during the venue inside the uh, theater area. What about beer? <laughs> I don't think they're laces, I think it's a church. <laughs>
0: Ooh, communal wine.
1: There you go. All right, <laughs> enjoy camping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Dave has, uh, Dave Bain has, uh, he has arranged for a new venue. So that's that's interesting as far as the
0: there was a conflict of um, schedules. So somebody else was booked into yeah, uh, yeah. So he, he had to find a new spot for mm-hmm. it. So, but yeah, it should be good anyway. A lot of people <coughs> show up to that. A lot of uh, if you're into winter camping, yep. you know, a lot of speakers, a lot of uh, people selling stuff. Randy from OTG is supposed to be there, hawking yes. his wares. Yes,
1: he's a sponsor.
0: Yeah, definitely uh, go check out some of Randy's uh, OTG meals. Uh, we just took them. We're going to talk about my tomogamy trip in a bit. And uh, we took some of those with us. There was a couple. Of, oh, remind me before you leave. We have from OTG Meals some dill pickle crisps. So they're freeze-dried thin slices of dill pickle.
1: Yeah, I got a, I think I have five packages of that. Did you really? Yeah. Oh. have been going through them.
0: Oh, then never mind then. They're really good. Uh, what about the vanilla
1: sandwiches? So vanilla ice cream sammies. I had some, but while I was away, Siobhan and the kids went camping and uh, they ate them all. Oh. What about the cheesecake bites? Freeze I had those, cheese I had those
0: last time. Those are really good. And see, I'm not a big cheesecake fan. So Tracy liked them,
1: though. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Yeah, so there's some nice freeze dry, mm-hmm.
1: and he's got a lot of really neat new uh, menu items. Oh yeah, we'll talk about uh,
0: a couple of those. Which uh, yeah, he sent a couple of my wife Said hey, if you're going, you're going to Tamagami. Here, try a couple of these and let me know how they are. Well, one had a bunch of corn in it. One had a bunch of broccoli in it. Tracy enjoyed them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but before we get onto that, we have talked over the last couple of years about invasive species. Yes. In Ontario, there are three known populations of European water chestnut. One of them around the corner from us being Welland Canal. There's a girl Katie Church and she's finished leading a field team of five summer students hired by the non-profit Invasive Species Center. Group was tasked with searching, finding, and plucking the thick rooted green invasive aquatic plant by hand along a 30 kilometer stretch of the Welland River in Ontario's Niagara region.
1: That's a long stretch of water to be plucked by hand. I know.
0: She has yanked so many patches of the pesky invasive plant, she has dreams about doing it. <laughs> I didn't think it, right? Yeah, if you're, you're doing it day yeah. after day yeah. after day. Uh, it's a lot of work, especially when you get into those big patches and everywhere you look there's chestnut and all you want to do is remove it. A recent, gra- uh, said, uh, Church, a recent graduate of the Ecosystem Restoration Program at Niagara College. So the European Water Chestnut, and they always call it EWC, clogs shorelines, cutting off sunlight and space for fish and native plants. It's a nuisance for humans, difficult to swim or paddle through. Its sharp, spiky seeds can puncture skin and even poke through a thin sandal. Oh. When she started her work in July, huge swaths of the river's edges were covered in it, nearly 100% cover in some spots. In eight weeks, the team hand-pulled an estimated 7,000 plants. That's nuts. Filling 70 of the plastic tote containers. You know those blue... Tupperware, big yep. Tupperware containers yep. with the lid that, you, you know, mm-hmm. what are they, like three they're and a half by two like, feet yeah. by uh, another two and a half feet or whatever? 70 liter. 70 of, liters. Yeah. 7,000 plants. Jeez. So 70, no, not 70 liters, 70 of those. Yeah. Uh, pole plants were taken far from the water to die as quickly as possible, dried out, turned into green fertilizer, and composted properly. There you go. During her final day on the water, church scanned both sides of the river. She saw lots of lily pads and water milfoil, foil, but no European water chestnut
1: nice and that 's with when it comes to invasive species that's you really have to people have to make the effort to get out and start eradicating these because the problem is is it with it, with anything when this invasive species moves in it kills off the natural species. Like yep. the, uh, they're so careful in the waterways coming into the great lakes. They want to keep out the, um, they call it, what is it? The Asian carp. Yeah. And so they're the, uh, uh, the military engineers down States. What are they called? Whatever, whatever they are, oh. that group, the, uh, th- so they've got uh, stretches of, of various rivers that have like hundreds of meters of electrical like you're talking like low amp but high voltage and it just it to prevent any of these uh these fish these invasive asian carp from coming up because they they eat small fish and they eat fish eggs and stuff and they what they do is they completely wipe out any natural native species and so if that were to get into the great lakes you're talking you know uh lake trout and salmon and and whatever else we have here, and it would just eradicate them right you can't it's because they are a dominant species
0: yeah United States Army Corps of Engineers that's it Yeah, those are the fellas and girls and guys and-
1: yeah so they've they've got they've electrified portions of the river, right? Mm-hmm. And if you ever see videos of them people running the rivers, like it's just the they're very, very reactive fish, and so you're, you're changing water pressure, you're making noise, you're running down a river in your boat, and these things jump out of the water, and if you're not careful, you take one upside the head. There's videos of, of that <laughs> yeah, thing going down, and all those these fish are just jumping. Like, What's going <laughs> and on? Next
0: thing, the guy's looking <laughs> with his camera, and all of a sudden, boom!
1: Big fish, right? <laughs> But they are very aggressive fish, and they will out eat any of the local.
0: Yeah, that's and, why it's important yeah. to get rid of, to get yeah. rid of.
1: So there's that. They're Asian carp. There's zebra mussels in, in in the Great Lakes, and and so there's just so many invasive species, and they cause so much damage. Yeah, and like for example, zebra mussels. They. Uh, they sure, they so what they do is they filter the water, they end up making it more sanitized, the water, so you, natural uh, species of plant and animals can 't really survive as easily, but one thing that I know is uh that like it's a, it costs billions of dollars to Clean up and eradicate zebra mussels around power plants because what they do is they get into cooling systems and they clog up cooling systems. And so you have to keep cleaning up and, and removing all the zebra mussels that grow. It's, it's, I think it's in the range of like, I don't know, five billion a year or something. It costs, wow. it's crazy. And so you're seeing that on power plants. So you're seeing that in, in your power bills is, uh, is an end result, right? So uh, they
0: should label that on my power bill. <laughs> this zebra is, muscle fee. Zebra
1: muscles eradication yeah. fee. Yes. Yeah. That's what
0: yeah, ZME fee. <laughs> uh, she says, I'm very proud of our team and what we've been able to accomplish. It's really great feeling to just fly by and be really confident there's nothing. Welland River is one of three known European water chestnut populations in the province. Annual plant is also found around Wolf Island near Kingston and Voyager Provincial Park on the Ottawa River, according to the Invasive Species Centre. Colin Kaysen, the centre's policy manager, is not sure how the plant got to Welland. It travels primarily through its seed moving around. So he suspects maybe a bird picked it up, or it came from a contaminated boat. And I've even seen because where I used to put my canoes in my backyard, we have wild strawberries going.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah.
0: At some point, the only thing I can think of is I was, and I, I've 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 put my canoe where there's been. Wild strawberries when I've been in the bush. Mm -hmm. Somewhere along the way, little seeds have come back. Oh, and now I've got a patch. It's that easy. Yeah. It's not something you really think about. And then Mm -hmm. one day you're sitting there going, Where did strawberries come from? I mean, I'm good with strawberries, but, (laughs) you know. He says, uh, We're right at the nexus here between established and early introduction. This is the best case scenario in terms of getting ahead of it. He credits early detection as a local kayaker first spotted something strange on the river in 2020 and reported it. It turned out to be a uh, European water chestnut, which was mapped out in 2021. The field team hit the water for the first time this year. Huh. It sounds like they got you know, quite a, a good percentage of it. So I guess they'll go next uh, spring. It'll be a constant battle because yeah. it's
1: it's still there. You just can't see it. But there's yeah. still some roots and smaller plants. Yeah. Right?
0: But at least if they got the majority of it, then they sort it's of... It's easier to fight it's it in easier the to find yeah. it and, and start mm-hmm. pulling stuff, right? So, mm-hmm. uh What else? I'm not going to get into this one yet. We... <laughs> you brought this one. We did our day in... Uh, five Great Lakes in a day. Yeah. And thought that was pretty neat. Gimmicky, but neat. It, yeah. Uh, when I was up in Tamagami, did some swimming. Mm-hmm. S- and, uh, or mid-September swimming. Chili. Oh, Beginning yeah. Beginning of September <laughs> to mid-September <laughs> swimming in Tamagamis. Chili. <laughs> Um, wouldn't recommend it, but people do. But I'm, wasn't that I'm cool, a, was I'm it? a wuss when it comes to yeah. water anyway, but no, there were a couple of times we went. It was like, okay, yeah, yeah. You can only stand on your tippy toes for so far before <laughs> <laughs> the water starts creeping <laughs> northwards. There's this fella in Thunder Bay. He isn't saying he set the record for hitting the most swimming holes in a single day but he's challenging anyone to beat his new personal best. Kevin Siddler drove more than 250 kilometers to swim in 30 different locations over 12 hours in mid-August. Mid-August? Anybody could do that. <laughs> he plotted a course with his secret spreadsheet of more than 100 local swimming holes that he has collected through satellite images, online history forums, and exploring. He's, and this is pretty cool. I mean, he did it purely for personal fun reasons. Yeah. I wanted to make a perfect summer day, he said. I build up wonderful memories over the summer and make up for the days to, to make up for the dark days of winter. He says he often swims in five or six places per outing. See, I can swim that much. Yeah. I'm not I'm not a big swimmer. I, I don't enjoy being in the I like being on the water. I don't yeah. want to be in it. I like so going five for a
1: big I like going for a swim like after a long day of paddling just to rinse the crap rinse, off. Rinse the crap off yeah. and you know, you got swamp water between your toes and, and so on. So you jump in, do a quick I'm not actually swimming, I'm it's just, just a to rinse like, off. Yeah, I just got yeah. Jump in, flop around a bit, and then get out. I'm flop done. around. A bit. <laughs> well, I, I, honestly, I can't swim. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: uh, 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 he does this as often as possible until ice sets in. But his experience pitted all his experience in swimming hole jumping against the clock. He took his first dip in Thunder Bay's Boulevard Lake around 7 a.m. as the sun rose over Sleeping Giant, and continued to busy spots early on a schedule designed to avoid crowds. His rule was to spend a minimum of five minutes immersed in each spot. It takes me 20 to 25 minutes just to get in one spot. (laughs) One toe.
1: (laughs) Three toes. He
0: says he doesn't have a, a favorite swimming hole in the region. For him, there's time of days, times of year, weather patterns and moods to fit all occasions, from coarse to granular, sand and rocks. Uh, from still water to rapid current and waterfalls, so it's not like just lakes that he's taking a dip. Hmm, in, he's not right? going to the beach. He's yeah. like,
1: yeah, this is a di- good diving hole. This is there's this is a good sandy going next beach. To this, this waterfall. A, yeah.
0: yeah. On his thirty dip day, one swim one swim stood out above all others. He said, "There's a spot on Surprise Lake." It was the perfect time of day. The sun was shining just perfect on that spot. It was unusually warm, and it was one of those perfect moments right then. We are just so blessed to live here where this is possible. We have so much nature around us that is so accessible. All we have to do is make sure it's not spoiled with garbage and broken glass. Never bring glass to a swimming hole.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, so... yeah. Glad he could do that. <laughs> Why don't you find 30 places to swim in Demogamy in September? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess Thunder Bay is probably on par or maybe just a bit north. Uh, if I'm looking, thinking about where the map is. I think
1: it's a bit south. Yeah, you think a little bit south of yeah, I'd have to look at them. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> see, this is our, our scholastic system here. I know, right? They teach us stuff, but it just doesn't stick. They need to teach us stuff that sticks. There's just something wrong with us. I can't even find
1: tomogamy. Oh, I'm in Quebec, that's why.
0: (laughs) You've taken a right turn, Clyde.
1: (laughs) Northern Claybelt Forest? I never heard of that. There's Timmins.
0: Yeah, you're too far north. Find North Bay.
1: Oh, there's Lady Evelyn. So, there's Lady Evelyn Smoothwater. It is south of Thunder Bay.
0: So Thunder Bay is a bit farther north? Yeah. Okay, well, we'll give you this one, Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) We'll give you this one this time. So, yeah, 30 spots in one day. Yeah. Eh, not for me. (laughs) (laughs) I'll stick to my 24 hours, five
1: great lakes. Yeah, Yeah, I wonder where you got the idea of doing so many things in a single day. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> sounds gimmicky to me. Doesn't it?
0: <laughs> ah, good on him. So anyway, talking about swimming. Yeah.
1: Tamagami. Yes. Lake Obabaka. I'm looking forward to this story. Are you? Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that's all the time we have this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been looking forward to this. Tracy's really been looking forward to this. And usually... This time of year, things are settled down at work. People are on vacation, getting back. They're getting ready to send their little kiddies back to school. Summer holidays are pretty much over. Everybody takes a deep breath, relaxes at work. Not this year. Work has just been going absolutely bonkers. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, you get home and Tracy says, have you thought about this? No. haven't. haven't had time. Uh, Plus... We had a um, bathroom renovation going on.
1: Oh yes, just before we left. Yeah, yeah.
0: and what else? We work was busy. Had a bathroom renovation going on. Something else that was happening too.
1: Hmm, I don't know.
0: I got a couple of family things going on. And uh, yeah, anyway, but we we were you know we we knew from the Saturday to the following Sundays. Um, nine days we are heading up to Tomogamy now last year I took Tracy up there and we got hit by five thunder lightning storms oh. we got hit by the hail storm, storm and it was just complete chaos trying to do the route we wanted to do mm-hmm. and this year it's like you know what why don't we just go find a spot set up base camp And we'll explore from there. So just easier. So when we're doing the podcast, when it's rocky and there's a lot of big step ups on rocks and, you know, unsure on rocks, everything slows right down. Mm -hmm. So instead of hauling all our gear, we just have the canoe and fishing rods, a day pack, paddles. So we, you know, yeah. Okay. That's a 1100 meter portage. We'll head into there, go fishing for the day. Mm-hmm. Another day, we'll, there's a 440, then a 100 into Lake Tomogamy. We'll go into there for the day and do some exploring and fishing and whatnot and hang out and then back. So that was a whole plan, right? Set so a base camp and whatnot. Um, weather forecast was when I first looked at the weather forecast midweek, there was supposed to be chances of rain okay, that's cool. We got the rain gear. I'll just make sure I pack. Because that's what I do is I pack stuff. If it says it's going to rain, it's overcast. Make sure it's in its own bag, the the rain gear, that we can just grab. Right? Yeah. If they say, oh yeah, it's not going to be, it's not going to be rainy today. Uh, It might be overcast. I'll throw it at the top of a pack. If it's supposed to be blasting hot, it doesn't matter where it is in the pack. So we had it all, all the rain gear ready to go just in case. We had all our trip plan to go and where we're going, where we're heading. It is a great drive from Toronto to North Bay across to Sturgeon Falls. And then a little bit farther you get up to, it's a decent drive Mm -hmm. up to River Valley. And then it's about a two and two and a half hour drive. Uh, You don't want to have a low car on these roads.
1: Nope, no, no, yeah. I've been on those roads.
0: Uh, I'm loving my truck. Uh, even still with the truck, like there's so many rocks and ruts and grooves and, and bumps. Like you're zipping along at about 60 and then all of a sudden right down to 10, yeah. you know, and then you're, you're just crawling over massive stretches of, of rocks. And there's, there's, there's times where you've gone the last 40 minutes and you haven't been above forty kilometers an hour, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, it, it's, but if if it were easy, everybody would be there, right? So the whole plan was last year we did the changing of the season ceremony. Um, Native elder Alex Matthias has a place up that way uh, where we. This is on. the
1: second or third year you've gone to that. So this is our this was
0: this was our second. Our last year was our first uh we we tried to go the previous year but because of covid yeah yeah okay and everything so last year we we went to it um what we did last year is we we stopped at Alex's place and parked the truck and we launched from there with the plans that the following friday we'd be back there because saturday is the is um, the ceremony right yeah. so we figured okay you know what we're going to head south this time do all our stuff and come back and we had actually planned to pass his place and go back up to Wakimika. Um, okay. There's there's a lake, a small pond, or a river, a small pond, then another river that gets into Wakimika, and we're going to go there for a couple of days. And we just sailed right through to that last year. No problems whatsoever. So let's go up there for a couple of days. Then we'll come back on the Friday, sail right down, and get there, set up camp, and Spend the weekend uh, at Alex's place with the, the whole changing of the season ceremony and have a blast. Nice relaxing weekend, no cell service. Uh, I bring my cell phone because I use Take it for pictures. pictures yeah. And the notes function is how I do my oh, daily logs. Your diary, right? yeah, yeah. So I'll I'll do Dear times diary. and yeah. <laughs> yeah. Diary <laughs> journal entry number one. <laughs> well I should just say Trace and I were joking when we got to camp the first night. Journal entry, day one. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> Crap wasn't the real word I used. <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, the Saturday morning, 6.45, we're all gassed up. Got our coffees. Do we have donuts at that point no we did not have donuts we had something else at that point uh those wraps and stuff and we we're heading north nice easy peasy drive north stopped in huntsville for coffee and a pea and north bay stopped again and then stopped it for k fry and sturgeon fall figure you know what let's get something now and before we head up the road uh weather forecast was was uh Cooler and windy for the start of the trip
1: mm-hmm.
0: and at night's getting down into the single digits, uh, Celsius. And then the end of the week was supposed to be feeling like 31, 32 Celsius. Oh yeah. yeah. It was like, okay, we're going to start a little bit chilly, but by the end of the week, it's going to be, be loving <laughs> it. Right. Uh, and looking forward to some relaxed times. I mean, that was the whole point of this was just, you know what, we need to get away, get out of the city relax, do some exploration, some fishing, hopefully some catching, <laughs> lazing around the campsite, yep, yep. you know, that sort of stuff, right? And like I say, the plan was to set up base camp, do day trips, uh, a couple days going to the other lakes, and last hitting the change of season ceremony. So it was 6.45 the Saturday morning. We're on the road heading north. Not as much traffic as I figured there would be heading north. Uh, it was a long weekend, too. So, uh, we arrived at Alex's about three in the afternoon. Oh, that's not too bad. No, it's so just Good time. eight hours. <laughs> but I mean, we had three stops as well. <laughs> One of them was, um, at a grocery store cause I forgot something, <laughs> but yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, we got there and he was out fishing. Lucky guy. <laughs> so yeah, we parked, unloaded. And headed on out. His daughter was there, so she knew, you know. Oh yeah, you guys are there. <laughs> he came back, apparently he came back from fishing and goes, Oh, they're here. Where are they? They left. <laughs> <laughs> they're here and gone. If you're not gonna be there. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, it was a bit of an overcast day and the water was quite wavy. Oh yeah. Like there was a lot of white caps, big mm-hmm. ones. Um we were talking Divorce Lake Part 3. Let's <laughs> okay. just put it yeah, that way. Yeah. The plan, I mean, originally the plan was to get there mid to late afternoon, park, and then head down along the shore, just down from Alex, is like 20 minutes. There's two campsites. Okay. So I was like, you know, let's at least get there, set up camp, you know, in the evening, have something to eat, get an early bedtime, because we had an early morning. Early bedtime. That way we can get up early the next day, continue all the way down the lake where we wanted to go earlier. You're not as rushed and, and all that sort of stuff. So realistically, uh, you know, we we knew where the lake, where the spot was we wanted to go to. And as we're paddling down the lake, the winds were getting bigger. They were behind us. Mm-hmm. But if you look at a clock, they're coming from our 7 o'clock. Yep. So they're hitting you from behind, but coming over the gunnels because they're hitting that back yep. Mm-hmm. back uh side behind you
1: just trying to twist you around a bit
0: yes you know i mean it, yeah i was pushing you around but i mean you can you can fight that easily enough but when the waves slam the side mm-hmm. and then come yeah. over so that, you know some of the waves are big enough they're lifting the back end up oh, okay. and pushing you across yeah. and then others are just slamming in the side and then you know by the yeah. time we got where we were going there was a good uh um Few inches of water in the bottom of the boat, mm-hmm. so not having fun anymore. Yeah. Oh, I was, but you know, uh, <laughs> others others who shall remain nameless were maybe not. Uh, we made it to the campsite so after paddling about a half hour. We set up camp. Um, there was the wind just was like straight through this site. There was no no trees, no nothing to block, and I had my Kelty tarp with me. abroad. In case it rained mm-hmm. um or in case a wind block, there was just nowhere to put it up as wind block, oh, okay, right, so we we're kind of pooched on that one, uh but yeah, I mean, it wasn't a big deal because we it was a you know quick night, we weren't looking at starting a big fire or anything anyway, so we were only there for the night uh we said but we did bring the canoe up and set the canoe up on its side and and brace it so that we could use the canoe as a wind block for the stove,
1: okay, yeah yeah.
0: Um, the when I get on long days like that, and I and because we had a late lunch in Sturgeon Falls, I wasn't all that hungry anyway. So we boiled up some water and had a coffee, and Trace had a tea and stuff like that just to take some of the chill off. And yep. we sat there in our chairs and just enjoyed the view, mm-hmm. enjoyed, you know, uh, the trees and the wind giving us windburn. <laughs> 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 Uh, like I say, we didn't expend a ton of energy and, you know, weren't very hungry. So didn't do a dinner that night. Too windy for a campfire because had we tried to make a campfire and succeeded enough of that wind would have blown the sparks and bits into the woods. And from what I hear tell, starting a forest fire is frowned upon. (laughs) Yes. that's just (laughs) hear tell, but (laughs) I didn't want to take the chance. Yeah. Uh, There was a beach, there's a lot of beach sites on Obabaca Okay. So there was, we, we had a small beach site, but at the end, there's like a six, seven foot tall beaver dam that's holding back this massive pond from leaking into uh, Obabaca. Okay. So I got to think there's was probably a river mm-hmm. that comes around the far end. We couldn't see the far end, mm-hmm. but I got to think there's a river that comes in there and the beavers dammed it to turn it into this giant pond. Uh, otherwise, that river would empty at the end of the beach right into the yeah. lake, right? Uh, so we we checked that out and whatnot, and then uh, yeah, after a while, just about nine o'clock, called it a day and headed on in to the tent, and yeah, it was a bit chilly. <laughs> yeah, 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 oh yeah, it definitely went down. Was there frost? There wasn't frost, but when you're sitting there and you're you can see your breath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. so. Um, I, I think it would have been another degree or two and it would have been frost. (laughs) So it went down. I got to say, now they said it was going to go down about eight. Okay. I think it went in a couple degrees lower. Mm -hmm. Um, but you just, you know, tuck in really nicely and maybe throw a hoodie over you or something like that to add that little bit of extra. We're fine. No problems. Uh, day two, we got up early and packed up. Still windy, but not as nowhere near mm-hmm. as bad, right? Yeah. So there was a nice tailwind behind us that was pushing us, helping push us along. Uh, you know, some wavy bits, but nothing, nothing like it was. Wait. So we took our time paddling down the lake, and we were, you know, looking at the scenery. I've not been there before, so I'd not seen what was south south uh, of there. So yeah, you know, just took our time and aimed for that. Uh, campsite we were originally talking about, really nice campsite. Now there isn't a beach there at that campsite. It's a mm-hmm. rock. Uh, uh, you gotta you gotta get in on rocks, and the campsite's actually on top of this big rock face. Okay, right. Beautiful view though, and you're in this this bay, this big bay, and there's all these islands to 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 check out. Yeah, really beautiful scenery. But across from our site, like a couple hundred feet across this bay, massive beach. Oh, yeah? Massive beach. So we get up there. We haul our, our gear up. And um, in 2021, the Friends of Tomogamy put a brand new thunderbox. Ah. And they left a shovel.
1: <laughs> I nice. told
0: Tracy so that at night... If she has to use the bathroom and she hears a noise, you know, that 500-pound frog,
1: yeah, 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 she's got protection.
0: <laughs> she can beat the snot out of a bear while she's sitting on the Thunderbox.
1: So is Alex down here at- uh, No, he's way at the top of Obabaca. Way up here? Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, right where your finger just was, there's in the, the, the g- pinch point. In the narrows? Yeah, just south by Clearwater Lake okay. there. Um, there's a portage that goes from Obabika into Clearwater. Mm-hmm. We were right in that bay. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Th- yeah. yeah, you just touched that right yeah.
1: there. So down here, I see this island. Yeah. So we drove up. We came to, at the base of Obabika, and there's uh, the logging road goes right to the shore, and there's like twenty aluminum canoes. Or uh, oh yeah, there's a bunch of uh, camps yeah. and. So on, this, there. so on this island here, that's where we stayed a couple times. We stayed on the mainland here, stayed on the island. On that island, we found uh, Friends of Tomogamy, I assume, but there was like six unbuilt Thunderboxes. Yeah, usually they'll go in
0: there and yeah, then they'll take drop them up em. farther and so farther we up. and put
1: one together for that campsite. We built one.
0: Ah. <laughs> well, and when you open the Thunderbox, there's a little laminated piece of paper that says, this Thunderbox had been provided yeah. courtesy of Friends of Tomogamy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, take care yep. of it. Don't destroy it. Don't be a weedy. If it's getting too full, we have also supplied a shovel and would ask that you go and dig a, new a hole. three foot at least hole and put the thunderbox over top of it, shore it up with, with the dirt and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, usable yep. Yep. and then cover in the old thunderbox hole and then put logs and stuff over it to reduce people from walking on it. Yep. Uh, which is really cool because that way at least, you know, somebody's doing something But they some, don't have yeah. routine maintenance. Right? They don't, yeah. they don't, they don't have rangers zipping through mm-hmm. every couple of years or whatever to rebuild a, or dig a new Thunderbox hole. So
1: did you make your way down to the bottom end of Babaka by this? Island? Uh,
0: no, actually we probably went about, uh, half the distance from the middle. So we went about three quarters oh, okay. of the distance south because, of like, the entire lake.
1: We, and we found it, but down here, in amongst these islands here, there's a sunken airplane. Yeah, from uh,
0: the 40s or 50s yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. We didn't get quite that far. Hmm. So, um, yeah. So we, uh, we got down there. We set up camp and everything like that, and uh, just basically relaxed for the day. You know, we got a fire going, enjoyed some boxed wine for dinner. Nice. Burgers and Pringles. <laughs> keeping <laughs> it cla- the comforts of Keeping home. it classy, baby. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, like that's the one thing is a lot of the trips are, okay, pack up, paddle, portage, paddle, portage, mm-hmm. paddle, portage. Set up camp. Yeah. Eat dinner. Go to bed. Yeah. Get up. Pack up. Paddleboard, dodge paddleboard, yeah, 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 repeat yeah. as necessary. So, this one, we weren't in a hurry to get anywhere or really do anything. You're just
1: there to enjoy being there.
0: We were there to enjoy being there, to relax, to de stress, decompress, and all of that. Uh, so, yeah, so we had a relaxing evening around the fires, watched the stars come out. Uh, wind started dying down as the day went on. It didn't go to total glass, mm-hmm. but it was, you know, ripples and a nice cool, enough to keep the bugs away sort of thing. Temps yeah. uh, temp started cooling once the sun went down. So that was uh you know, um eh, you know, not too bad. Uh day 3, slept in a bit. You know, it's you, you get in that routine if your alarm goes off at 5 every day, you still wake up at 5. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the trick your program, is, your you know what?
0: I'm getting up. I'm going for a pee. Yeah, I'm getting back into my sleeping bag. <laughs> I'm going to lay there and to try to clear the brain. Yeah, listen to the the loons and the yeah. geese, and decompress the whatever, and just go back to sleep for a couple hours. You don't need to be anywhere. There, there's nothing saying you got to do all these lakes and whatnot that you had planned especially when we got down to that bay and saw everything that was there to explore.
1: Mhm.
0: We didn't need to leave the lake. So we had a bit of a slow start to the day and it was just supposed to be an exploration day. Uh we headed farther down the lake. There's a, a few areas with pictographs. Oh, okay, yes, yes. So we went down there looking for them. We found a couple of faint signs, but they weren't you really couldn't tell what they were. On uh, one of the spots, the other two, we, we looked and looked and look and couldn't, yeah, we just couldn't find any of the pictographs and, yeah. and whatnot, but we saw, like I say, some faint marks and okay. it's cool to see them, right? Yes. Um, we saw, now we always know that come September, the loons start to gather, right? And then somewhere September into October, um, I think usually mid to late October, they're headed south. Yeah. And by that time, the babies better know how to fly. <laughs> they,
1: they better be on board with this yeah. move. <laughs> so as
0: we're paddling south down the lake, we saw a group of twenty-two loons. Wow! And they were yep. And then farther down from that, another group of fourteen huh. loons. That's there, was, there was a, a number of babies, um, or young ones, I guess juveniles at this point, I guess.
1: They could fly the, or... Uh, I guess they got a couple more weeks left. Yeah, they, they still have, have some more. Fly.
0: There was one that we were watching that was hanging out near our... in our bay. Yeah. And the mom and dad would... were around. But every so often you hear this, flap and he was... He's right he's there. He's trying. He's trying. He's ripping across. Yeah. There, I swear. There, were at a couple of points, there was he wasn't wasn't touching water, <laughs> and then he, you know, so, so he's only. It wouldn't be surprising. If he's up. He's up flapping now. around yeah. now. Yeah. Right. But yeah, like twenty two and then fourteen. That was was, was something to see. Uh, we did do some fishing on the way back because I was hoping for a nice trout dinner. And Tracy caught a small bass. And we threw that one back because it's like you know I, we'll see if what we I don't want to catch that little thing and that be the only thing for dinner yeah because yeah. that's not going to feed the two of us no yeah she did latch into two nicer ones though oh, but eh? just could not close the deal <laughs> <laughs> they flip up in the air and yeah, spit yeah. the hook sort of thing <laughs> right uh, then all of a sudden I latched into one it was big. Oh yeah. It was fat and it was probably about four pounds. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, that was dinner. Oh, because nice. I was able to close the deal and get it <laughs> into the boat. It actually broke one of the hooks off my, uh, my lure. Oh wow. Cause it was a treble hook. He mm-hmm. actually broke one of the hooks. Wow. Like right Cause I'm looking like, what, what's going on? There's only two hooks on this. <laughs> and I look down and their third one's laying on the bottom of the canoe. Yeah. Huh. Uh, so, yeah, we ended up back at camp late afternoon. So it had been a good day of paddling and exploring and cleaning the fish, relaxed for a bit, had some hammock time and sunburned on my inner knees. <laughs> yeah, that i that's, I always wear pants, yeah. right? I got these quick dry Columbia pants. Yeah. Uh, I've been wearing for, I think, like 10 years now. And they split.
1: <laughs> so you're yeah. wearing shorts
0: just the seam it's not like they yeah. ripped and yeah. just yeah. the seam split so i said i'm gonna wear a pair of shorts today i guess i didn't put enough sunscreen on my knees <laughs> so when you cross your your ankles
1: underneath the this seat.
0: the sun's hitting the inside of your knees and you yeah. get that the the inside of your leg burn yeah. my one knee burned so bad it blistered oh it was oh just killer every and it, it like right through to the, the muscle even it hurts oh wow you know uh so every time you're trying to bend down or and stand up and
1: the skin stretches uh, the skin it's like stretches like cr- pulling
0: yeah. so uh but yeah uh bass fillets in fish crisp and happy yak teriyaki rice for dinner nice it was a good meal nice and tasty and then we just sat around the fire enjoying the campfire That's a light breeze at this point just just a light one enough to keep the 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 mosquitoes away mm-hmm uh the moon I think was about half half moon at this point. Um because by Saturday it was supposed to be a full moon. Okay, right? And yeah, tons of stars. This the 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 moon was half and yeah, I just spent some time around the campfire and having a some more a little bit more wine and then called it a night. Uh day 4, up early and enjoy the mist and the sunrise. A bunch of mergansers were splashing around. Um they're noisy first thing in the morning. Bunch of small fish jumping, just taunting. Yeah. Teasing. <laughs> Teasing. Could hear machines down the lake. Uh, okay. Sound like log, logger, logging trucks and stuff. They and do I know heavily logging. in the area, yeah. Yeah. I definitely heard a chainsaw. Somebody's out uh, with chainsaw. Lots of chickadees in the trees on our site. A couple of red squirrels. Uh, had breakfast and then on the water to do some exploration. Just had some night, nice, Like I say... Just checking out all the islands and everything, um, just south and north and all that of of where we were. There's a couple of bays around us. Uh, there's the Goulard Cottage, oh, which yes. has this massive sand spit, mm-hmm. which we we're, yeah. we're exploring. All of that. Did some more fishing. Saw a couple of cormorants. Uh, back to to camp to change into swimwear. Paddled across to the the big bay to the to, the, to the, the, the bay to the big beach yeah. for a swim and a rinse. Yeah, like I say, at that point, yeah, I'm not going for a full on bath or mm-hmm. anything like that. I just want to rinse some of the dirt off. Yeah. And yeah. I'm in the back country. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, at the 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 shore it was nice and warm. The water till it got past your ankles. <laughs> this. Was such a gradual change in depth. All sand. Mm-hmm. I must have been out a hundred feet. Oh, okay. And it had f- was uh, about halfway up my chest. Yeah, right. Like, or not even, not even. It yeah. wasn't even at nipple height yet. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, oh, let me tell you, it was cool. And then a big fish jumped near me. And I figured it was time to go back. <laughs> <laughs> I butt my toes off. <laughs> uh, but no, get in for a rinse off and, you know, uh, clean the beard sort of thing. Get the water and dirt out of that and over your head and all that stuff. Clean the pits and um, just, yeah, just get some of the dirt yeah. and grime off you. And uh, yeah, I went back to uh, to camp and... Some more hammock time, relax time. I put out my big blue solar charger. Oh, okay. My phone, cell phone, went from 25% to 90% in two hours. Nice. And it was in, but it, but it was in full sun. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? It has so, to. It'll still charge. Yeah.
1: I have the same one. It'll still charge under cloud cover, but a lot slower. Yeah. But in full sun, it, it just really cooks along.
0: I charged a couple of uh, GoPro batteries in about two hours as well, mm-hmm. so yeah. that was that worked out pretty well. Uh, dinner was OTG meals, butter chicken for Tracy, and I had a Mountain Air creamy beef and noodles with mushrooms. Um, apparently, a lot of people crave about the butter chicken from it's OTG. Pretty good. Meals. I've had a couple of them now. Yeah, Tracy really, really nice. enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, so uh, so we had those. I almost stepped on a ten-inch garter snake, but it was thin like a pencil. Oh yeah, yeah it wasn't a fat garter snake. It was just thin. a yearling. It was just a young. Mm-hmm. It was a young whippersnapper. I've heard probably <laughs> could have taken him <laughs> in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got the fire going uh, after dinner. There, made some cinnamon rolls for dessert in oh, the reflector nice. oven. Very nice. Made crescent rolls as well, and I put them in a Ziploc bag to have for breakfast the next morning. Mouse kept jumping in and out of our garbage bag and food bag. Oh, yeah? Well, you know what? I mean.
1: <laughs> they got to eat too.
0: They got to eat too. But uh, as long as you're not leaving garbage all over the place. Yeah, you got to clean up. Jump in and out of yeah. that. So, And while we're eating, I'm not cleaning everything up into the barrel. Just to have to keep opening the barrel to take yeah, stuff yeah. out, put stuff in. Mm-hmm. So we just give him a scoot or whatever and off he, he just keeps run, running away, coming back, running yeah. away, coming back. It was a bit of entertainment. Uh, a helicopter flew over, like low. Oh, yeah? And we were th- they were thinking, because okay. I had my headlamp on, so I, I made sure they could see my headlamp. Yeah. Uh, because their front spotlight was on. They had a lot of lights. on oh, how it dark was, a, was it? It was a, oh, this was nine ten o'clock at night.
1: So it was dark. Oh, yeah, it was dark. Just moonlight. It had
0: a lot of lights on it. Hmm. And it was lower than you would think. And um, making a beeline, not towards Tomo- the town of Tomogamy. Yeah. But sort of northeast, hmm. so it was going north of Tomogamy. So we didn't know what was. You think they were looking for somebody? I don't know. I got that was my thing because I'm trying to think of towns that are up that way. I mean, it was too because if it was going to any towns,
1: Latchford, Cobalt, Témiscamingue Shores.
0: Yeah, Témiscamingue Shores, I could think of, but it would have been higher at that point. I would think.
1: Mm-hmm. If you're, yeah, if yeah, going yeah, that for him to be that low, yeah. yeah so I was kind of wondering if there was a.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, they were heading to a location yeah. for emergency or something. Some I, rich I guy
1: know. had ordered in pizza. Oh, <laughs> well, I don't
0: know who it was, but they missed my sight. <laughs> the drop-off point. Uh, and yeah, we enjoyed the last fire on that site for the week.
1: Oh, so you morning, moved on?
0: Yeah, the next morning we were supposed. We got up earlyish, uh, breakfast, packed up. Had the crescent rolls and power bars for breakfast, we were heading up to Wakimika Lake, like I say on the so we had to go all the way to the north end of of Obabaca well
1: that's quite the portage uh
0: no there's a a river, oh, okay there's a big river that goes right to the pond
1: oh I see it yeah, and yeah. then
0: there's another the river continues to Wakimika, oh, so we just sailed through there last year.
1: I see the path now, yeah, yeah, it's very windy.
0: So heading up, we on the uh, the the sand spit at the Goulard Cottage. We saw a big heron hanging out with a bunch of seagulls. Beautiful day for a paddle. Sun was shining. There was a slight cool breeze, but it was almost glass. We entered the uh, Wakimika River. Had to pass over two small beaver dams before getting to the pond which is halfway up uh, be, yep. between Wakimika and Obabika. Mm-hmm. So just a couple little lift over quick things. Basically, a couple of logs that you had to get out, stand on, drag your canoe over. Not, not a big deal. As we are getting into the pond, there was two sandhill cranes right there, which oh, nice. we disturbed. Yeah. And they were rather vocal. Uh, like I say, last year we just scooted straight up. As we're Just going up from the mouth of the pond into the uh, northern part of the Wakimika River, there was a gentleman coming down in his canoe. Oh, yeah, there's a dozen or so beaver dams. You'll have to be getting in and out quite a lot on the way up. But it's a beautiful day, so enjoy your paddle. And we're thinking, whatever, nerd. (laughs) We were here last year. There was nothing. Well, let me tell you. (laughs) They're busy beavers. Let me tell you. I think they had a few beavers shipped in when no one was looking. Water, we estimate was down three to four feet over last year. Hmm. Um, one of the very first beaver dam was at least two feet above the water, but it came across and then there was like a chunk cut out wide enough for a canoe yeah, and then back across. But even that chunk that was cut out was high. Mm-hmm. So you had to get out, drag your canoe over that hump. Yeah. Okay. So that was, that was number one. Um, and then there were all a bunch of liftovers and small ones. The big thing was the mud. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got to dam number eight, which is basically just a tree across. Yeah. But the tree was just high enough, you you couldn't drag the canoe over. Because at some point, your canoe is balancing. No. So you got to take a couple of your bags out, put them on shore, yeah. get the canoe over, put them back in. <laughs> Problem being on the far side of that log is really sinking mud. <laughs> Tracy sank up to her knees yeah. and could not get out. Oh, wow. Like, it was bad. And <clears throat> to the point where she she had had enough. <laughs> I need help. I had to take, like I couldn't even pull her out. Oh, wow. I had to take my paddle and dig her out. I had to use it as a shuffle. Wow. And finally dig her out. Hm. Like there's a massive hole. Yeah. Now. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I had to dig. And she's like, I've had enough. I, I want to turn back. Oh. I'm like, you know what? Get in, wash all that garbage off. We'll see... They can't all be like this.
1: Yeah, and going back is going to be just as hard as continuing. You're far enough. Not really. <laughs> okay. You'll be
0: surprised.
1: <laughs> a little, a little, little
0: foreshadowing here. <laughs> so we get to number nine, not a problem. We get to number ten. Number tens, you get shallow with mud mm-hmm. quite a ways from the actual dam. Oh. So I figure I'm going to get out, grab the rope find a spot that's solid, and then I can pull the canoe up. Yeah. Right? Done that many times before. I get out of the canoe, sink up to my knees. (laughs) It's not going to be as easy as I thought. Yeah. Pull one foot out. I'm about to put it down. All of a sudden, this massive head sticks up out of the mud. Really? And this snapping turtle with at least a two-foot shell Oh. Right up in front of me, he's got this big, massive <laughs> yeah, pile yeah. of mud on him. I think he's building that for for you know how they bury themselves in the winter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think he was getting ready. And oh man, I if he would have latched onto my because my inner th- calf, yeah, was right there, was like right there. It would have been nothing for him to reach forward yeah. and just take a chunk out on. They my have leg. powerful bites, yeah, uh, and that would have been an issue. right yeah. there trip ending. Uh, so that happened. There was some colorful language used. <laughs> uh, couldn't get the boat moved, really. And at that point, Tracy's like, I've had enough. And I'm like, all right. Because her th- her reasoning was for the next two days we were on Wakimika, all she would be thinking about is we've got to get down that river. Back that river again. And it's two days of hot, hot heat, more water, evaporating. Mm-hmm. So there's a chance it's going to be even lower yeah. and it's going to be an absolute nightmare. Going, And that would just be on her brain for the next two days <laughs> and she wouldn't be enjoying herself. And the fact that she wouldn't be enjoying herself would be on my brain. <laughs> so I wouldn't yeah. be enjoying myself. So I said, okay, you know what? Fine. Let's turn back. All the mud is on the bottom of the beaver dam yeah so when we're going so so we were going up current Mm -hmm. so when you're heading back it sails you right into that beaver dam Mm -hmm. so you can get out at the beaver dam you don't have to worry about all the mud yeah you get it over you jump back in you sail over that mud Mm -hmm. so that's why going back was easier was easier yeah right so i said you know what there's a couple of sites just south of Alex's where we'd stayed the first night, but there's a bigger one just north of that. Let's head back there mm-hmm. and we'll camp there for a couple of days. We can relax there. We're not going to have to worry about trying to do this on the Friday and, and all that sort of deal. And it actually turned out to be the best idea. Okay. Uh, it was, yeah. it was, a, it, it was a long day. It was a really long day paddling. But, uh, yeah, you know what? It was good. We had fun. Tracy realized what, you know, the kind of trips that we do mm-hmm. versus what she's been used to now. Yeah. And she's just, yeah, I know my limits. And, I'm like, <laughs> and honestly, had I been with some of the people that I regularly trip with, would just we would have just continued on. Yeah. We would have thrown some colorful words out there yeah. and, and just worked our way up. hmm Right. Um, yeah. And yeah, so she knows what her limits are. I know where her limits are and whatnot. So we made it back to this site, and it was hot. We we're tired, and we the the water filter was buried in one of the bags. Oh, because we had we each had a liter of water. Yeah, and it was supposed to be a quick couple hour yeah. paddle up. Oops. So by the time we got back. We stopped just before we hit a Babaca. There was a, a place. I opened up the pack, got the water filter, closed up the pack, got to a and it's a gravity filter. Yeah. So filled up the water bag, hooked it all up, put the dirty water on top of all the packs, put the clean water on the bottom yeah. of the canoe so it all filtered down. Filters down
1: during the paddle. While we're paddling, yeah. sort
0: of thing. So, uh, so yeah, we finally made it back there, uh, to the site and, um, Long day. We just figured, you know, we're going to set up camp, have some dinner. So had the OTG chicken and dumplings. Tracy did because we opened that up. I think I'm going to have chicken dumplings because I like chicken and dumplings. And there's lots of veggies and corn. Oh. So Tracy was having chicken dumplings. <laughs> <laughs> I had a Alpen Air spaghetti Neapolitan. <laughs> then we had the freeze-dried vanilla ice cream Sammys for dessert. Wasn't going to build a fire that night. Figured you know what, we're going to just be too tired. But you know what, I just built one anyway, and we actually just enjoyed sitting yeah. around the, t- in the around the fire. And uh, rabbit decided to drop by and join us for the evening, hopping around, and yeah, not too far. He wasn't scared of us. So, um, and it wasn't as cold that night sleeping either. Okay, so starting so warm up. it was yeah, it it, it it was totally warming up there. Uh, like you didn't need your sleeping bag mm-hmm. zipped up all the way, sort yeah. of thing. So we are just around the corner from Alex's place. Okay. And people are starting to show up. They show up a few days early, some of them, so they can enjoy the lake and whatnot. And they camp at Alex's on his property and uh um so I got up early, I said, Tracy's snoozing, I'm gonna go out about seven, seven thirty and go do some fishing. Maybe by the time I get back we'll have a be lucky enough to get a trout and have some breakfast. Got my fishing rod in, got my life jacket on, and all of a sudden there's a canoe that comes around the point. He sees and makes a beeline for us. Somebody we knew. Guy Bill. If you want to know anything about pictographs and petroglyphs in all of Ontario. He's the guy? He's beyond the guy. <laughs> He has such a passion for it. Okay. Heart of gold. He's got such a passion for it, but he just goes on oh, okay.
1: and on <laughs> and on.
0: But he has the knowledge and and, mm-hmm. and there's times where you, don't ask any more questions. Don't ask any more questions. <laughs> and then you'll, he'll say something. You'll, no, oh, that's interesting. I... And he goes, uh. Oh, yes, it is interesting. And not only is that interesting, oh, come on, I didn't even ask a question. <laughs> 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 but oh, yeah, if you want to know anything, like, let me know. If, if you, I'll, I'll, I'll hook you up with Bill, mm-hmm. and he will answer all your. Qu- he's got like, what do he say? Hundred thousand pictures of one area and another ninety five thousand. Not exaggerating. Like, he's got all these photos. He goes on trips. It's quite the slideshow to sit through. Yeah, for months at a time, Mm -hmm. searching out. Because I guess guess he's like an archaeologist background. Okay. Uh, But he's like 70-something or or Mm -hmm. something now. Uh, Great guy, though. Great. Really, really nice guy. So we chatted for about an hour and a half (laughs) uh, before he finally decided, okay, well, I'm going to continue on down. Like, okie dokie. That still gives me, still early and uh, it's 9 (laughs) o'clock. I can go, you know. Um get some fishing done. Tracy's stirring. Yeah. And uh so I get about thirty feet and I hear a boat <laughs> zipping. And I hear some people talking and I can clearly hear that's Sean right there. <laughs> so the boat turns into where our site is. It's Alex Alex Mathias. Okay. Uh Mike McHugh, who is with the Friends at Tomogamy. Yeah. And bob i don't know what bob's last name is i should know but he's another the guy that i've met before really nice guy everybody up there is nice but so <laughs> hey beach on the beach i guess i'm turning around <laughs> battling those five strokes back to shore <laughs> and uh we started yeah we were heading down to the south the lake figured you your way down the south end end of the lake we were, even had an extra can of gas to Head on down that way, find you guys, have a chit-chat, and here you are, like 30 seconds from Alex's <laughs> place. So we ended up chit-chatting about a whole bunch of stuff there, and finally, Alex said, you know, I, I got some things I got to get done, so they all piled back in the boat, and off they went, and I'm like, well, it's one i <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I could s- still get out there, and uh, Trace says, well, I'm going to do some knitting, and I'm going to have some hammock time, so there's the lake. No fish were harmed during that excursion. Because <laughs> they were all looking up at me going, dude, afternoon, siesta time. It's, what are it's you siesta doing? siesta time. We're not eating. Uh, we're not eating, buddy. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, we did got back. I spent the rest of the day relaxing. I had a bit of hammock time and stuff like that. OTG meals. Chicken broccoli bake. Again, I'm not a broccoli fan, but Tracy enjoyed it. And I had the chicken mac and cheese, which is really good. The only thing I've always, and it doesn't matter what company you buy the freeze-dried stuff from, the chicken and the pork especially, Mm -hmm. like everything else is perfect. The noodles, everything. But chicken and pork always seem to take so much more longer because it only gets like al dente. Yes. It doesn't go totally soft.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Right, they're always a little bit chewy. It's yeah. it's they never really fully come back. And yeah. if like you know, if freeze dried, it's fully dehydrated. But still, it takes some time to mm-hmm. like how long you want to wait for it to kind of puff up with water.
0: And everything else is going to be so soggy at that point. Yeah.
1: So. Uh, and then
0: after that, we made cookies. <laughs> right on. Uh, what well, is supposed to make twelve cookies? I think it was. Yeah. So yeah, we each had six chocolate chip cookies (laughs) and I don't care. We were on vacation. (laughs) Uh, Day seven was a bit of a slower start to the day. Bit of a breeze, not cold. It was a bit of a warm, Um, just getting some stuff packed up. And all of a sudden there's another canoe coming around. Uh, There's a guy, Kim Cowan. Okay. Uh, I've known Kim Cowan for uh, not actually met him, but talked with him online on that for years since okay. Algon- uh, Barry Bridgeford's Algonquin oh, yeah, yeah, Adventures yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Uh, but we met him last year. And our introduction last year, Tracy and I paddled in to to Alex's place because we've been on our trip. Tracy's in the front and he's on the beach and he goes, hey, who's that chick in the front? <laughs> and then we get close and he goes, oh, I thought you guys were somebody else. <laughs> he was so embarrassed. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> so it's become a joke with us now, yeah. right? So, so he came around and we, uh, he said, yeah, I heard you were here and whatnot. And so I'll go for a paddle. And, uh, so we chit-chatted with him for a while and he yeah. said, yeah, we're just going to relax here and maybe have another swim and then we'll pack up and head over to Alex's place and set up camp. So. Yeah, so eventually he, he headed out and uh, that's exactly what we did. We packed up camp, head over to uh, Alex Mathias' place and set up camp to get ready for uh, the changing of the season ceremony the next day and chatted with a bunch of people we haven't seen in a while and met some new people and had Leonardo de Fettuccini for dinner.
1: Is <laughs> that was actually what it was called?
0: Alpinair, yeah. Le- Leonardo <laughs> du Fettuccini, really good too. Uh, and see a lot of the stuff I get with the, the, the noodle meals and stuff, I really like them, mm-hmm. but I get them because they go perfect with fish.
1: Yes, they do. So if you catch yeah.
0: trout or you catch bass, yeah. you throw one of these on, you know, like you just add the hot water, let mm-hmm. it sit. And while you cook your fish, by the time the fish is all done, that's done. Yeah. And then you just have a side of noodles or something or rice, something like that. Uh Saturday night we uh, or sorry, the the Friday night we all gathered around the ceremonial fire and we chit chatted and uh there's one guy, Ron, everybody calls him Rock and Ronnie. okay. And he has a guitar and he, yep. he knows so many songs. So he plays and, and stuff and then uh yeah, we headed to bed about midnight. Uh the Saturday day eight was the changing the season ceremony day, so everybody gets up and um you know, does what they want in the morning sort of thing and then just after lunch everybody gathers around the, the ceremony of fire. There's, uh, some speakers and stuff. Yeah. Uh, there's one, uh, guy from, I think he's from Bear Island, uh, John Turner. And he's talking about some of the, the stories, the indigenous stories and, oh, okay. and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah. you know, mythology and stuff like that. Um, PJ Justinson talked some about friends yeah. of tomogamy and, and whatnot. And, uh, again, Bill, uh, Gave a quick speech about petroglyphs and stuff like that, and it, it, as it pertains to tomogamy. And again, said so anybody. I've got my little Chromebook here for anybody wants to see stuff. If you have any questions, so uh, yeah. So people are asking questions about it and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But uh, then there's a potluck dinner, and they they did a walleye fish fry. Nice there. And then the evening, everybody uh, spent the evening around the fire again. Again, Ron brings his guitar and and the whole meal deal. Again, about another midnight bedtime, and then uh, Sunday, everybody we were up early and uh, we ate breakfast, uh, packed everything up, loaded the canoe onto the truck, and uh, we didn't have much to pack up because most of the stuff was in the truck anyway. Yeah, yeah. right. And uh, it was a bit overcast; it rained a little bit overnight, and then we were on the road about ten thirty, home around six fifteen. Nice in the evening. Sounds Another. like a fantastic week. It was a great week, uh, all around. Great trip, great weather. Ninety five percent of the week, um, saw some awesome scenery. Great time exploring, and that was the big thing. just the exploring. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't actually leave. A so, lot like, of we, we, we didn't we didn't do any portaging. Yeah, if you, I, I'm not counting beaver dams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, between beaver dams, we portaged about nine hundred miles <laughs> 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 up, across, and down. <laughs> Twice. Um, yeah, you know, uh, saw awesome scenery. Great time exploring. Didn't catch as much fish as I'd wanted to, but you know what? Whatever. We, we, at least we got a nice, uh, a, a good fish meal out of yep. the deal. Loons, cormorants, squirrels, a bunch of small birds, herons, sandhill cranes, mice, rabbits. Nothing big. No mm-hmm. big animals yep. or anything, but a lot of little wildlife that you know there's stuff there woodpeckers crows um air ravens uh definitely definitely would head there again yeah you know yeah
1: i've been uh, to ababaka lake a few times i didn't i've never known anybody there we've just go we just go to ababaka lake yeah but uh it's a nice lake i like that that area
0: you know what i i am not big on cottages cuz i don't want to go to the same place all the time yeah 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 but at least if you go to Alex's and use that as a a, a jumping off point place, yeah there's so many places to go yeah. from there. I mean, last year we did a small loop. Yeah. This year we, we, we headed south and we could have gone either way from there. It's a great place.
1: If you don't mind that
0: two and a half hour drive in <laughs> from Sturgeon <laughs> Falls,
1: yeah. then you're going. <laughs> What's neat though with the drive-in is like it's a lot of logging roads, and you see all these cam- these uh, RV trailers yeah. parked in the woods where people make camps out of them, or hunting camps, yeah, crown or, land and yeah, everything. crown land camping and but yeah, so it's 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 an interesting drive-in, but and but yeah, I, I I love that area. You know, Babaca itself it's a huge lake. It's like yeah. three lakes in one. Yeah. So
0: I and you know what I like, I say I wanted to camp down near the Portage to Clearwater because I heard there's good fishing in Clearwater. Yeah. Uh, no one can no one has uh confirmed nor denied okay we'll just put it that way um it, everybody just started, well i hear yeah there may be some good fishing there
1: but nobody ever makes it but in no there but no ever <laughs> i don't think anybody
0: somebody said it one day yeah. and then no one's ever actually followed up on it <laughs> uh but yeah i mean yeah by the time we got down there and saw everything else that was actually on the lake to explore yeah we, so much we never to see. made it yeah. off the lake. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe next year we do the exact same thing, but we make it off the na- the lake next yeah. year, right? But all I know is that if it's down three feet of water, I'm not heading to <laughs> Uh But yeah, you know what? Awesome, awesome week. Great to see all the people at the changing of the season ceremony. Uh, can't thank Alex Matthias enough for inviting everybody up and doing this every year. Uh, it just it, it, it's a great finish to a great week. And such a different week weather-wise this year than last year. Mm-hmm. Like last year, we were like cursing the thunder <laughs> and lightning. <laughs> yeah. This year, we're just like, oh my god, could it be any more beautiful than this? You know, like, yeah. you know, wearing shorts. I never wear shorts. The one because I guess unburned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Check out these gams, man. <laughs>
1: Ruined, I tell you. <laughs> uh,
0: so, yeah, that was our trip to Tomogamy. Uh, if you've never been... They say if you've done Algonquin, you've done Killarney uh, Similar, and stuff like yeah. that, then... Every park has their own out. little
1: treasure. Like, yeah. Killarney has the the, the, uh, the Clo- La Cloche Trail and... The uh, Silver Peak and the yep. cracks, Maple, and Maple is, Mountain. And, yeah, there's a lot of nice, yeah. th- nice hiking day trips in and out, and and uh, so tomogamy is so i like tomogamy just because it's it's that bit farther north you have that you, you bit more chance of seeing northern lights and so on and uh, there's a lot of nice beaches and a lot of areas it's uh like you find lots of rocky areas and yep. it's isolated you you're gonna you're gonna have some privacy there's
0: definitely something for me and I, we've even talked about originally we we're th- talking about so we didn't have to do that road <laughs> we had talked about parking at Tomogamy Outfitters in the town of Tomogamy. Oh, okay. And paddling across Lake Tamogami, oh. and doing a couple portages to Obabaca, you know, taking our time getting there, yeah, yeah. camp on Obabaca and see a few things, make it to the changing of the season ceremony, and then have Tamogami Outfitters fly in on the Sunday morning. And pick us up. Pick us up <laughs> and take us back to Tamogami, And then it's yeah. just a... Sh- Street shot, south of Tomotomy, yeah. through North Bay, You're right. right home, right? Yep. Exactly. But they're charging like 700 bucks. It's not cheap. For like a 10-minute flight. Mm-hmm. It's, thinking, it's the yeah, gas yeah. and the... It, it, well, I, I fully yeah. understand why they're yeah. doing it, but it's like, you know what, I... No.
1: hmm
0: No. It took me... I, <laughs> I made it from the gas station up to Alex's place, back, and into work. On one tank of gas. Wow. It was like, yeah, yeah. I was like almost a thousand kilometers. Wow. You know, on one tank of gas. And that was even with all the stop and go stuff. Yeah. But yeah, if I didn't fill up at work uh, the other day, like Monday, (laughs) yeah, I wouldn't have made it home. (laughs) I think I was down to like eight kilometers or eight. (laughs) Yeah, what is it? it? um Eight kilometers till empty? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I live farther than eight kilometers from work, let's just say. So, yeah. So, we'll see what happens next year. But, uh, yeah, I'd like to uh, – I, I think I'll be heading back to Tamagami. And my whole thing is I just got to plan routes where that won't be absolutely bonkers for Tracy to, yeah. to try out. Because you don't want somebody sitting there not being able to do the trip. Yes. You know? Exactly. So, We'll see what happens. Uh, one more thing here. Uh, Kevin Callan shared a video.
1: Oh yes, Jason uh, Eek. Yeah, he posted very interesting videos.
0: This one was very interesting, and Kevin had put the comments, "What would you do?" And was um, Jason correct in what he mm-hmm. did in this situation? Yeah. And when I was reading, I think I like a hundred percent of the people were like, "Yeah, Jason, you were correct,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right?" And I, I thought there would be more people going, uh, "Are you kidding?" Mm-hmm. But then but you, you got to watch. The, yeah. you got to watch the video
1: before making a judgment. Correct, but he also didn't abandon them. So they were a large group, and he stayed behind. He separated himself from the group. So it's not like he abandoned the group because they moved on.
0: Yeah, even though he says the title of his thing is. I abandoned everyone during a kayak camping trip on Georgian Bay. Mm-hmm. So, here's what he sa- He says. In this video, I head out on a group kayak camping trip in Georgian Bay, Canada. I was looking forward to spending time with this group of guys I considered friends and having spent a lot of time outside of Canada this year. Because I think he was down in Mexico. Sir, six or eight he months. The, he lived, he uh, moved, lived there for a while. Yeah, but did is he... Did he go over and do the, uh, what's the the trail, the the walk over through Portugal and Spain? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. The Camino, the El Camino Trail. Oh, I think he did. I thought I yeah. saw that was one of his videos. That, so that's what he's been doing all all yeah. summer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking forward to being put out on the water and getting out on a camping trip. The weather was incredibly windy with gusts up to 65 kilometers per hour And a warning at the park office advising everyone to stay off the water. One of my rules for backcountry camping and for canoeing and kayaking is to always stay together with my group. This time I decided to abandon the group and I think I made the right decision.
1: There's a lot of mitigating factors there, but Mm -hmm. I 100% agree with what he he did.
0: Yeah. um, Should we ruin the video for everybody? (laughs) (laughs) Well, <laughs> define <to> ruin. <laughs> Tell them what happened. Sure, sure. Okay. Well, well just quickly. Yeah, quickly. A couple of points. They're out there. It's it's really windy. Um, they're one of the kayakers has only this is only his fourth his third. He's paddled three times. Yes, so before. So this is, that, is yeah. his fourth yeah fourth time paddling a kayak. Mm-hmm. Waves are coming up really high. Yeah, some of them aren't feeling comfortable. I guess the main guy, and we're only hearing this, as you say, from one point of view. You're only hearing one side of the story. You're not seeing the other side of the stories. But he's like, okay, well, let's fall over here, and then we'll go around this way. But once they got out into a certain, he just made a beeline straight through all the big waves. Yeah. Uh, People weren't comfortable with that. Jason wasn't comfortable with that. This guy that's only paddled three times ended up dumping. Yeah. Was too windy, they say, to do a proper They couldn't do a proper rescue, rescue. but they were
1: close enough to shore so one of the guys dropped his, his kayak, on his kayak on shore. and swam out and rescued him.
0: Yeah, that was kinda weird.
1: Mhm. I know. That you was... would think it'd be easier to rescue somebody from a kayak. Yeah, not but the guy was saying or he said he said it was too rough to do a proper rescue kayak to kayak rescue or something. So
0: that's what I didn't get is mm-hmm. so if you can't do a kayak to kayak, how are you doing a from in the water? Uh-huh. And again, they didn't show. But also the, the guy, rescue, the guy so. who
1: dumped was very inexperienced, so mm-hmm. <clears throat> maybe he couldn't assist in his own rescue. Yeah, and
0: that's that's exactly it. We're not seeing the other side, mm-hmm. and so at that point, Jason made the decision to. Basically turn back.
1: Yeah. You guys are on your own. You
0: guys go do whatever you feel comfortable doing. I'm not comfortable. I'm not comfortable doing it. And <clears throat> and you I I follow the same sort of rules and you've all even said we were talking earlier. Yeah. If you're in a group and you're looking at something and saying, Here's what we should do and somebody says Well, well I'm not too comfortable then okay. It's not a majority rules. Yep. Mm-hmm. It, it should be a weakest link sort of, yeah, exactly. sort of thing at that so point when it comes can't, to
1: that. You shouldn't be forcing somebody to make. Decisions that they're not ready to make on their own, mm-hmm. right? So if you force somebody into a situation, so this new guy, he was he did he feel peer pressure to continue on into the rougher waters out in the open water of Georgian Bay? Wow, well, he, he went. Know, right? he was yeah. inexperienced, or was he? He's I don't hoping know. for the best.
0: Yeah, maybe you know, hang wants to hang out with his buddies, get some yeah. experience. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say. Yeah. Uh, if you go to Kevin Callan's Facebook page, you can see where he's posted the video. Uh, if you go to YouTube, uh search for Jason Eek. That's how I E-K-E. found the video. Also uh, what is it, Trail Guide Pictures? Trail Guide Films. Um,
1: I just searched Jason Eek when I did. Oh yeah,
0: trail Jason Eek or Trail Guide Pictures. And you'll see his uh the video there about um um abandoning and yeah everybody during a client. so he trip. he posts
1: pretty regularly on YouTube and uh he does a really good narration he he does a good chat and mm-hmm. so it, it's it's easy listening to to hear him talk about the trip and his decisions and and why he did what he did but so yeah it's uh it's i think it's worth your time to stop in and listen to him describe that trip and i i watched a few of the other ones he's uh i do like listening to him so it's uh, yeah. it's not like you're wasting your time
0: no so check that out and uh, see if you agree with what he said. Uh, and I think that's all I got this week. That's all I have. Really? Mm-hmm. You've been boring. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I am so boring. Um, yeah, well, it's good to be back on the air this week. Yes. I actually, actually missed one. Because the last time we we missed a Thursday, you we did- actually did two the yeah. following week,
1: yes. So we're we're not not doing re- two we did weeks. we did a remix. Plus, we had an extra coffee tasting yep. video, and yeah. So it kind of filled in. So we didn't really miss.
0: Yeah, we just postponed it. Yeah, but this time we actually out and out said,
1: "Yeah, we're not hey, here. We're not here. <laughs> We've gone fishing." Um
0: Well, actually, one of the one of the young guys, uh Nathan, was at the uh, change in the seasons, and he goes, "I couldn't find your podcast this week," and I said. That's because I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> just usually we do we we try to get to, but I said yeah. we just we were just so busy. Everything been work busy. and yeah, and bathroom renos and trying to get stuff ready for trip. There was just we're lucky to get last weeks in. Yeah, exactly. You know, so um yeah, so that's all I got as well. If you want to find more about us, you can find us at paddlingadventuresradio.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can download or stream episodes at iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Player FM, and all your favorite podcast downloading sites. And there's a lot of them.
1: There is. There is.
0: You can go to the episode page at paddlingadventuresradio.com, and you can stream or listen or download all our episodes there. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with your friends, family, and fellow paddlers. I want to thank everybody for listening this
1: week. I'm Sean Rowley. And I'm Derek Specht. We'll see you next time.